Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. I'm going to get into this word. Somebody say, I got the keys. Tell somebody, I got the keys. The word of God has validated you. Somebody say, I've been validated. How many people are followers of Jesus Christ in this place? I mean, you follow him through the experience of relationship. Tell somebody, I follow him. Tell somebody, I love him. And I follow him. I want you to turn with me to the book of Matthew. 16th chapter. 13th verse. I don't plan on being with you very long. Something I just want to drop on you. We're going to talk about having the keys. Somebody say, I've got the keys. I've got the keys. I've got the keys. I've got the keys. I've got the keys, keys, keys. Matthew 16 and 13 says this. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, and say that the son of man is those of you that go around telling people I don't care what people think about me you think about whatever you want to even Jesus cared about his reputation out on the streets I just had to parenthetically insert that there he said who do people say that I am well they replied some say you are John the Baptist some say that you are Elijah and others say that you are Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then Jesus said, I understand what they say, but based upon their conclusion of the matter, being that you know me up close and personal, what do you say about me? You can only live off mama's testimony for so long. You can, only, you can only live off grandma's prayers and grandma's experience for so long. But what is your testimony of the master? So I understand what they're saying about me out in these streets. But what is it that you say that I am? Everybody was kind of perplexed. Jesus always asked things to coach them to some revelation. But big mouth old Peter said, I perceive that you are the Messiah. The son of the living God. Jesus said, you are blessed, Peter. Son of John. Because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this by flesh and blood. But it was something in your spirit that recognized who I was. You don't know Jesus until you know him through your spirit. You know, I come to church every now and then and I get a little chill and I come out of tradition. You don't know him to 
know him is to love him. To love him is to obey him. To obey him is to serve him. Do you know him? Oh, I was sprinkled when I was a little baby. I didn't what I asked. Do you know him? Well, the priest confirmed me. I don't even know what that means. Do you know him? In an intimate way. Ask somebody beside you, do you know him? Jesus said, Simon Peter, you are blessed. Not because flesh and blood revealed this, but because my father. He said, look, you didn't go on head knowledge. You didn't go on your perception. You didn't, you didn't go by your senses, what you saw, what you felt, what you heard, what you tasted, and, and the things that you felt. But you went beyond your senses and you went to the other sense of your spirit. And you perceived that I am more than a mortal man. I am more than a, I am more. See, other religions try to, they acknowledge Jesus, but they try to make him a prophet. They try to make him a wise man. They try to make him somebody that was, that was significant. But he was the only begotten son of a God. He said, you're blessed because you can see beyond what other people see. And, I, and you perceive from the spirit that I am the Messiah. Well, here's what we came to. He said, now I say to you that you are Peter. Peter meaning Petros. Petros meaning rock. Somebody say rock. He said, and upon this rock, he's not saying beyond on Peter. That's what, that's what the Catholics believe. That's mean they tried to make Peter the first pope and that the church was built on him. But that's not the case. He said, and I'm not building upon you, Peter. I'm building it upon this revelation you got that I am the Messiah, that I'm not just an average prophet, that I'm not just an average man. He said, upon the, rubber, the rock of this revelation of who I am, I shall build my church. Then he went on to say, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You say, well, why are churches closing? And why are churches, why are churches scattering? And why are churches been overrun by scandal? You know, could, could it be possible that that is a church that doesn't fully embrace the revelation of who Jesus is? He wasn't saying that a church would not be attacked and it would not fall. He said, my revelation will stand against the gates of the enemy. How many, I don't care how many times people was bothered by, by the bishop yesterday that preached at, that preached at, the, at, at the royal wedding that he made it about him no, over, a, over to almost 2 billion people were watching and he proclaimed Jesus I don't, care how much, I don't care how much they try to push the name Jesus will always rise to the top Queen Elizabeth and the Anglican Church. I don't care who you try to put above me. Jesus is love. Said if I be lifted, watch me do drawing. And he says, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He said, look at this, and I will give you the key. Somebody say the keys. He said, once you understand the revelation of who I am as the Messiah, you qualify for keys. Once you understand that I am the Messiah, once you understand that I am the only begotten Son of God the Father, once you understand that I am the true begotten one, once you understand that I have all power in my hand and nothing can stop me, I don't care how much they probably 
has oppressed me. I don't care how much they, they persecute the church. I will always rise to the top. When you understand that revelation of who I am, and when you understand the revelation of who you are in me, you qualify for keys. Tell somebody, I qualify for keys. I qualify for keys. And this is what you're supposed to do with the keys. He said, and whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. So you can't just read the Bible. You got to read the Bible. When you get the authority of the keys. See, keys represent authority. Woo! Keys mean that I can go some places that other people cannot go. Could have been possible that we got keys, but we haven't been using them. So if you believe on me and the scriptures that said, you shall be saved. That's the Bible, y'all. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, you qualify for keys. Could it be possible that God has set keys up for us and we haven't gone to the hook to pick them up because we're expecting God to unlock doors. We're expecting God to do things. God said, no, I'm giving you keys. you have failed to use your keys he said and with those keys whatever you bind on earth Jesus I will respond by binding it in heaven and consequently whatever you lose somebody say lose whatever you lose on earth I will respond by mimicking you and I will loose it in heaven we've been using the scripture trying to loose and bind things but we have not taken possession of the keys tell somebody I got the keys and I'm going to use them y'all have your seats y'all can pass out those keys I want you to hold those keys in your hand somebody get one to me with me would you do that for me tell somebody I got the keys Jesus told thank you God bless you I wanted to give you a key as a representative over the next couple of weeks. I want you to bring this every week. I want you to put this in your Bible. I want you to hold it while you pray as a representation of the power that you've been endued with. Tell somebody, I've been endued with power. If you would reserve the keys for the adults, please, at this point. We'll order some more if we need to. But somebody hold your key up in the atmosphere. But I've got the key. This is a representation. Come on, hold it high. This is a representation. This is an emblem of God's approval and validation of you. That if you believe in me, if you believe in my power, if you believe in that I rose from the dead and that I had all power, and now I share that same power with you. Somebody wait and say, I've got the key. When Jesus hung his head in the locks of his shoulder, he said, it is finished. Meaning there is nothing else that I need to do. Meaning that I have done everything. I have walked out the walk. I have fulfilled my purpose. I have shed blood. I am about to go lay it on the mercy seat. 
And now you have access to everything that I've done. He even told his disciples, he said, if you think I did something, greater works are you going to do because I am going to sit at the right hand of the Father and I am interceding for you. Not only do we have God the Father praying for us, but we got Jesus the Son praying for us. And how many know this is Pentecost Sunday? And he sent the Holy Spirit to empower us. Not to just do what Jesus did, but to do greater works. Somebody hold your key up and say greater works. Tell somebody, I've got the key. Just want to talk us a couple of minutes about what these keys represent. Somebody rub that key while you're listening to the word of God. The first thing key represents, and I've talked about it a little bit. Somebody say authority. Old saying used to be, you want to see how responsible a man is? Look at his keychain. How much do people trust him? How much access does he have to things? How much property does he own? Somebody walk, somebody walk around with a little, with little master lock key, you don't own much. You might have a little padlockers somewhere. You, got my, you might have your whole life in the trunk. But if you look at somebody's keychain, you can tell what kind of responsibility, how many things they own. Somebody say, I've got the key. The first thing that God challenged Peter with, he said, I've given you the keys. And with those keys, I've given you authority. I have authorized you to tell the kingdom what to do. Some of you, oh, Pastor Tony, that sounds sacrilegious. But God said anything, you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't hear Jesus say, when I say I'm binding something, I want you to parrot what I said. No, Jesus said anything you bind on earth, meaning you've got the first move to make. He said anything that you bind on earth, I'm going to respond by binding it in heaven. Could it be possible that the reason the devil is running roughshod in our lives is because we haven't, we haven't developed our holy indignation, our holy dissatisfaction. We've been tolerating and say, God, if I can just make it through. I don't understand. God said, I am waiting to bind it up, but I need you to get dissatisfied with the status quo enough to say, this is it. This is enough. Devil, you go no further. I bind you. Under whose authority? Under the authority of the kingdom of God. Because look, look, look here, devil. He has given me the key. And with this key, I bind you based on the efficacious blood of Jesus Christ that was shed and defeated you on the cross. So many times we're trying to tell the devil back up, but we ask her, uh, Mr. Devil, or would you, uh, or would you, uh, if you don't mind, could you move over to the side? Could you get over in the corner? You know, the blood of Jesus. No, tell the devil, no, you've already been defeated once. I cast you out. I cast you out of my family. I cast you out of my children. I cast you out of my job in the name of the blood of Jesus. Why? Because I've been authorized. Seek in. Just like at your job, they got key cards. Everybody's got one, but everybody, but some people don't have can go only go so far with it. Slide your other thing and say, doo doo. 
What's wrong with this thing? Now, when you get to the front door and your thing turn red, you might not have a job. They might have already deactivated you. <laughs> I ain't trying to scare nobody. I mean, just, you know, FYI. But the degree to which you can go places and you can see certain things is determined by, by your authorization. It determines how, how much have you proven to the upper echelon of the company that you can be trusted. It may that you got to get certain certifications. It got to it may mean you got you can you can only have certain clearances that you can see top secret things. You can only see things at, at a low level. But whatever your level is, you swipe with confidence because you know that you you're authorized to be there. God said you've been authorized. I've given you not only keys to help. See, you got to understand. We've been targeting certain things. We've been saying, I've been authorized for healing. Yes, and that's true. I've been authorized. God has given me access to healing. He's been giving me authorization. He's given me access to prosperity. He's given me access to all these things. But the fact of the matter is, God said, I've given you keys to the whole kingdom. The whole kingdom. We've been pigeonholing God. You know what it is? We've been pulling on the nature of God based on the crisis that we're in for the moment. I'm sick, Lord. I need you to be a healer. Need this bill paid by Friday, God. I need you to be provided. They're getting on my nerves, God. I need you to be my peace. God said, if you will use your key, you've got access to everything in the kingdom. And see, that's what we have to get out. We have to get out of our mentality. That we as a people, can we talk us about us? We as a people. Jason, you alright? <laughs> he's, he, he's, he, he's our adopted brother. We're just gonna talk about us for a minute, y'all. We have to get out of this. And I know our experience coming to this country is that. We needed God to be a deliverer for us. We were brought here as livestock. We were brought here in chains. Three-fourths of a human based on the Constitution. And then Jim Crow. And then all, then all this stuff. And then some of you in this room have lived through discrimination. You lived through the phases of where... You were free, but still not equal as a man. Still couldn't sit at a counter. Still couldn't ride the bus and still couldn't do that. And we needed God to be a deliverer. But when God delivered us, and he did deliver us, somebody said, thank you, God delivered us. He said, you have access to keys now. And there are other facets of me than just being a deliverer. I'm speaking to the people of God. And I'm not trying to preach a separatist gospel, but we have a different experience to God. See, I, 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 me and me and Brother Jason, we have good conversation. And, he, and, and I thank God for him because he, 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 he has true interest in the black experience in America, particularly in the church. And, and, and we had a conversation one day. I said, man, you have to understand, our introduction to God was through a whole different prism than our Caucasian brothers and sisters. They didn't need God to be a deliverer. They were the ones in control. And so we know God from a totally different prism. But God said, once I have delivered you, know that I am a deliverer, but you got to go on to know the other sides of me. 
the other facets of me. And that is with keys and access. But if we go only go get our deliverance key, we stay in the cycle. We stay in a figure. Hey, is this saying anything to anybody? And we stay, I get in trouble, but God, you can deliver me. I get it. I get in a tight spot, but God, I know you will deliver. I get sick. My children get this. And God, I know you. God said, look, you are, you are, you are only experiencing a, a, a scintilla, only 5% of who I am. I am so much more than that. But you have typecast me that I can only be a deliverer. Y'all know what typecasting is. Y'all remember the guy used to play Steve Urkel? Y'all remember him? He never could really get a meaningful job after that because he played the job, he played that role of Urkel so good, nobody could ever see him doing anything else. And so as a result, he didn't really have a fruitful acting career after that. That means he got typecast. And so many times we can put God in a mold that he can only function like this. He said, there are so many keys on the wall. But you have relegated me only to delivering you. But God said, I've given you keys to the whole kingdom. Somebody say the whole kingdom. And he's given you authority. The next thing is, God has given you validation. Somebody lift your key up and say, God, you have validated me. You know, one of, the, one of the first things people love to do whenever somebody's a first-time home buyer or something like that, after they sign the papers out and all that stuff, they give people the keys. And the realtor always takes a picture and people just grinning ear to ear. Because of that, you know what? You don't know what people went through. You don't know the things, you don't know the odds that were stacked against them. You don't know the, the, the things that people said that they would never do, that they would never attain. You don't know the ex-husband and the ex-wife that said you'd never be anything. You don't know the people that spoke in their life. And look at me, I am an owner of something. And that key is validation. And with that validation, you can walk to the front door. You don't have to carry around your deed all the time. You ain't got to keep. You ain't got to keep your papers in your back pocket in case somebody challenges you. Look, 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 look. I signed. I signed the mortgage on that day. I own it free and clear. No, by virtue of me having a key, I'm the valid, legitimate owner. And so I don't timidly walk up to the door. I walk like a big dog. I put the key in. And I turn it because I am validated. I have, I have authorization. It has been signed and sealed in the blood of Jesus that I belong here. Tell you something, when God starts to open doors, and let me prophesy on some over somebody. When you get the revelation that God has given you the keys, and with the keys, you're going to start looking at things different. You're going to start looking at job posts different. You're going to start looking at job opportunities different. You're going to start looking at entrepreneurial opportunities different. You're going to realize, I don't care what degree I have or don't have, I have been authorized and I have been validated by God, and by God, I belong here. Look for the validation of man. I belong here. Doesn't matter if you know my name. 
I belong here. The one who matters knows my name. I'm a friend of God. It doesn't matter who knows my name. I belong here. And can I tell you, wherever God has called you to be, wherever you find yourself doing, and I feel somebody in this place, some, some of the people in this room, God has opened doors for you, and it's harder than what you thought it was. And you've developed enemies, and people are plotting against you, trying to get you off your pedestal. And you're wondering, God, was that you I heard? Should I have stepped out and done this? Should I have made the move? Should I have, should I have applied the job? God says, you steady your heart, my child. I've given you the key, I've given you the authorization, and I've given you the validation, and you belong here. So stand with your girls blowing about you. You belong here. Stand still and see the salvation of the world. I don't care who works against you. I don't care who's plotting against you. I don't care what they say. I don't care who don't support you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Tell somebody, I belong here. 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 I belong in the rare air. I belong among millionaires. I belong among people with higher degrees than me. I belong here. gonna free somebody don't you ever from this day forward let another man's insecurity bind you up in chains in your pursuit of what God has called you to do see what will happen people are afraid people are afraid to step out people people are jealous because you had enough gumption to get out and leave what was familiar and all of a sudden because see misery loves company he said and the more you succeed and go on to know God the more it's a reproach to him but you set your face like flint square your shoulders and you obey God and let every man be a liar and let God be the truth Never be shame of what the doors that God opened for you. They weren't there when you were scratching your head trying to make ends meet. They weren't there when you were crying. Well, I wonder how God, how I'm going to make it. They weren't there. They don't have the right to criticize. Tell somebody, I belong here. I'm not going to let no devil chase me off my spot. I belong here. God said, I've given you the land to possess it. That means I've already given it to you, but you got to walk in and, and take the keys. I've given you the, the land so that you can possess it. God said, I'm not going to put it in your hand. But you got to walk boldly. Somebody tomorrow needs to walk in the job boldly. I belong here. Ask your supervisor, I need to speak with you for a second. He's just like a man, just man, just like you put, put, put his pants on one leg at a time. We should honor those that have authority over us. I didn't say stand on their desk and throw a fit. I didn't say go on there and roll your eyes and back your head and speak in tongue. What I did say is walk in your authority. That you can trust me. I'm a person of integrity. You may not care about this, but I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, meaning that I do things that my job is to make sure that this place prospers so you can trust me. You can put fidelity in me and watch doors open on your behalf. Tell somebody, I've got the key. I've got the key. The next thing is, that the key represents security. 
Somebody say security. You only provide security of things that have value. God has set what the Bible calls exceeding precious promises that have been designated for your life that are specifically contoured and created to the fabric of who you are. It has value because you have value. He didn't save you just to come into the kingdom of God to die and go to heaven. He saved you because you have value to be saved and that he wants to get the, 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 he wants to get the juice out of your life. You, are, you do understand that we are grapes. And he wants to get the value out of your life. You know when we say, God, use me? God said, I want to get the value out of you. And he said that I've given you keys because there are certain things that I've hidden, not in the earth where moss can eat it and not where thieves can steal it, but I have hidden things in heaven just for my children. I want you to stop playing yourself down that you're just the average. You're not the average. I don't want you to have a spirit of arrogance. I want you to have a spirit of confidence that you are, you are smarter than the average bear. That some things are not subject to you because you're no longer under the curse. Somebody say, I'm no longer under the curse. Sickness belongs to people under the curse. Family strife belongs to people under the curse. Uh, 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 trying to make ends meet so that I can pay the bill by Friday. That belongs to people under the curse. I am under the blessing because I have accepted not only Jesus' blood, not only Jesus' sacrifice, but I have accepted not only Jesus' salvation, but I have accepted everything that comes along with accepting Jesus. Bible say, cursed is the man that hangeth on a tree so that we can be partakers in the blessing of Abraham. And God said, there are valuable things that I have, but I've given you the key. Everybody know what locksmithing is. Locksmithing is when it's a very honorable and dangerous business. You got to go through all types of certifications and recertification. They got to do all this background checking because a locksmith can be one of the most dangerous people in the world. Because each key has a specific pattern to it that only fits that lock. And I'm telling you that God has shaped you. you, 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 you you've been fighting the disappointment. You've been saying, why me, God? You've been saying... Lord, why do I got to go through this? And why are they treating me like this? And, and why am I going through this? And, and why did I lose those friends? God said, you, you, anybody ever been to a, a locksmith and, and they put that thing on the grinder? And, 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 and it's, it's a blank key, but all of a sudden they start, it starts cutting ridges. It starts cutting ridges. And after a while, you see a little peak. You'll see a little flat part. You'll see a, a, a big peak. And all of a sudden, that grinder is cutting a pattern that will only fit to a specific lock. And God said, the disappointment you were going through, I was creating your ridges. The time when people hurt you, the time when people you had the disappointment, the first time the business failed, the first time that you went through the divorce, the, 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 the disappointment and the hurt, and what mama said to you, and what daddy said to you, and all the disappointment, God said, 
I was doing. I was letting the hardness and the grinding of life create your ridges. And God said, I'm finished carving you now. And you fit in a particular place. Not only have I given you the keys, I've made you a key. And there's only certain places that you can unlock. There is only certain things you, you say, okay, well, Lord, you know, I, your will is going to be done whether I do it or not. God said, no, I formed you from your mother's womb. I put the seed of a purpose in you. And some people are only going to be saved if you tell your testimony. Some people are only going to be delivered if you're in the exact spot. You are a king and the world needs you. And the devil is banking. My story is insignificant. I can do nothing. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. No, I am somebody. I am the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. He has made me an heir and a joint heir in the kingdom. And by God, I've got my keys. And I plan on using my keys. I plan on being a key. And can I tell you, some of you are the Joseph of your family. You are the one that's going to be the rescuer in the time of famine. Some of you are the Moses. You are the deliverer. Some of you are the, are, are, are the person that is going to rise up with the ideas and the plan that's going to rescue thousands. But you gotta, you got to have confidence in the fact that I'm the key. That all, everything that hadn't been working because you hadn't plugged me in and you haven't turned me yet. Tell somebody, I am the key. You got to see yourself as valuable to the kingdom. The last thing is everybody is standing. Everybody stand to your feet. I want you to hold that key in the atmosphere. Thank God that he's given us the key. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you, that you've given me the keys. You've given me the keys. The last thing I want to share with you is that keys give you access. Somebody say access. Heard the Lord say, son, my people have been knocking at the door and begging to something I've already given them the keys to. You've been thinking, if I pray, if I pray enough, if I make my face ugly enough, if I cry enough, if I shout enough, if I, if I, if I run around enough, if I put enough sticky notes on a, on a refrigerator, if I, put a, if I draw scriptures on, on my mirror with lipstick just enough, just, just perhaps I'll earn God's attention and he will give it to me. He said, I've already given you access. I've already given you the key. Somebody wave your key in the atmosphere. God said, I've already given you access to healing. I've already given you access to, to total life fulfillment. I've already given you access to every good and every perfect thing. I've already given it to you. But you've got to have faith enough in the fact that God has given it to me. And I've got to engage. Somebody say engage. You can have keys all your life. But if you don't ever walk up to the door. If you don't ever stick that door in. And if you don't turn it to the right. And engage the lock. 
You can celebrate the fact that I've got keys. I've got keys. I've got keys. But a key is no good until you engage the door. I want you to wave it up in the atmosphere and say, God, I will engage. God, I will engage. God, I will engage. I will engage. I will engage with the kingdom. God, you have mandated. You have mandated. You have mandated. Keys means responsibility. Keys means responsibility. Meaning if something gets missing from it, everybody asks who had keys to it. Who had keys to it? God said, I have given you authority, but with authority comes responsibility. And the advancement of the kingdom is going to rise and fall on how willing you are to advance the kingdom. God said, stop looking for me to do something. Stop looking for me to make ways. He said, I've already given you all things that pertain to life. And I've given you all things that pertain to godliness. There is nothing else that I need to do. I have given you the keys. Somebody begin to worship him in this atmosphere. And thank him that he's given you. Some of you, it may be scary. But God said, don't, don't get scared. Don't get scared. Don't back off now. I've given you authority. I've given you the backing of heaven itself. And the devil, the gates of hell cannot prevail against those who have keys. Come on, somebody thank you, Lord. I say thank you, Lord, for my keys. Thank you, Lord, for my authority. Thank you, Lord, for my validation. Thank you, Lord, for my authorization. Thank you, Lord, for my access that I can come boldly before the throne of grace and obtain mercy. needs you to open your mouth come on how you respond to a word determines how much the word is going to be active in your life somebody respond thank you lord for my keys thank you lord for my authority thank you lord for my access Come on, somebody open your mouth. I don't know what's I don't know what's cloaking over your mouth, but God said if you open your mouth, I'm gonna give you revelation as to what you've got access to. Come on. Entrepreneurs, if I were you, I'd open up my mouth. If you got hell going on in your family, if you've got tumult, if you've got contention between you and your spouse, I tell you right now to say, God, I thank you for the keys. Come on. Thank you for the keys. Thank you, Lord, for the keys to the kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the keys to the kingdom. Somebody open your mouth and begin to thank you for the keys. He didn't give you a key to a warehouse. He didn't give you a key. He didn't give you a key to just some, some ordinary place. He gave you keys to the kingdom.
on. Just because the music went down doesn't mean the volume of your worship goes down. Come on. I got the keys. That's what the devil's banking on. You not, you not coming to Revelation and I've got keys. Why am I sitting outside wondering, wanting, some, wanting somebody? Lord, I wish somebody would come by. You've got keys. Wish somebody would open this door. Dummy, you got keys. You sitting outside of something that God said I've already given you the key to. God, open the eyes of our understanding. Let us see what we could not see before. Let us hear what we could not hear before. Let us perceive the moment that this is the time to engage. the walls of Jericho down but they still had to climb over the build, the boulders to go in there and get it somebody hold hands with somebody beside you come on begin to pray for that neighbor that they engage your key may not be my key your key may not be my key. Your door may not be my door. But God, you got, but God knows you've got keys. God knows you've got a place to conquer. You've got doors that need to be opened. You've got people that need to be impacted. Come on, pray for that neighbor. Pray for that neighbor that their faith, their faith begins to turn. Their faith begins to engage that door that the devil has been trying to block. That the devil has been trying to say you don't have no access. That you don't belong here. Yes, you do 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 belong with your past. With your mocked up past. Yes, you do. You have to leave what's familiar and go to something that may be scary to you. But God said you belong here. Come on, pray for that neighbor. Go to the door. Go to the door. Go to the door. Go to the door. You got the keys. You got the keys. Oh, I see. I, I see people. I see people approaching doors, and the doors are gonna are gonna open up just like when you go to Walmart. It senses, yeah, you got access. Let me open up for you. You've got a key. See, sometimes you can have the key on you. Y'all know them new fancy cars. All you gotta do is push the button. You ain't even gotta. You ain't. You ain't even gotta stick the key in and turn it. All you gotta do is push the button. It recognizes that you have authorization to start the process. God said, if you were to show up, God, I thank you. If you were to show up. with your keys God we thank you watch mountains melt like wax watch devils flee when you show up with your keys come on pray for that neighbor 30 more seconds come on pray like it's your own come on let them feel your prayers
hand, God. We pray faith in that hand. We pray understanding in that hand. We pray boldness as a lion in that hand. We pray new ideas and new concepts in that hand. We've got a new boldness because I've got keys. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we seal everything that is done in this room. We seal this word in our spirit. We have a newfound pursuit. Because we are authorized to go forward. So God, we thank you for our keys. Thank you, Lord, for entrusting us. Keys mean you trust us. You trust us with the care of the kingdom. We are humble and we are thankful that you would trust us. And God, we won't disappoint you. But we will advance the kingdom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody give God the best praise if you will receive this word. Come on, hug somebody. Tell them, I've got the keys. Come on, hug somebody around. Tell them, I've got keys. Come on, come on, come on. Tell somebody, I've got keys. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 1030 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.